0: Have you ever had a dream or a goal that you wanted to accomplish, but you found yourself focusing on other people's things and other people's progress, and it led to your inactivity? Well, in this conversation, we're going to be talking about how to avoid the comparison trap in 2024, because it is my desire for you to be able to stay so locked in and so focused on your vision that it doesn't even matter what other people think, or it doesn't even matter what other people are doing, because you're on your path to success. Welcome to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, your place to build your faith and master your craft. Let me know in the chat, what are you doing right now to intentionally grow? All right, let me know. And this is important because you need to be so focused and so clear on what you are doing, okay, what you are focusing on to improve your life. So that way, it's just not even possible for you to pay attention or even think about or really even consider what other people are doing in theirs, and we're talking about how to avoid the comparison trap, and so to lay foundation to our conversation, we need to establish what the comparison trap is. We need to define it so that way we actually know what we are avoiding, all right? So if you were to ask me what the comparison trap is, I would describe the comparison trap as paying attention to someone else's stuff, paying attention to someone else's progress in such a way that leads to my inactivity, All right. I'll say it again. If I am paying attention to the progress that somebody else's business has, if I'm paying attention to the promotions that somebody else got or I'm paying attention to the cars that somebody else drives or I'm paying attention to the production value and things of that nature that somebody else has, the social media presence, the followers, if I pay so much attention to those things and it leads to me doubting myself it leads to me feeling less confident in me. It leads to me not putting forth 100% effort towards my goals and my dream, then I would say that I've fallen for the comparison trap. And again, this is just the reality of the world we're living in because we are literally in the age of information at, at the, in our phones, we can find out pretty much any and all information just with a click of a button, right? In in 0.2 seconds, you can find out anything that you want. And every single day, you know, I believe the stat is like, we get over 50,000 messages a day, whether it's, you know, notifications of your phone, social media, emails, works, you know, so on and so forth. But it is. It's easy for us to to fall victim to the comparison trap simply because we're able to see, specifically with social media, we're able to see other people's things and progress simply because you know social media is a place for people to share their lives. It's a place for them to to share their wins and and being even more specific, social media is a place where that's the only thing people share. Now it's a smaller group of people who really share their quote unquote losses, but for the most part for all of us that's the place to share wins to share oh this is what i accomplished this is what i did this is the the new level that i reached and so what can happen if we aren't clear on three things that i'm going to be sharing with you today if we aren't confident in three things i'm going to be sharing with you today if we aren't again just clear on these things it, we we allow we make ourselves vulnerable to fall victim to the comparison trap simply because All we do on a consistent basis is look at, oh, this is what such and such is doing. This is what they are doing, and they are at a spot that I wish I was, and we're the same age, but they're further along than I am in doing this and doing that. But listen, I'm going to be sharing with you three things that will save you from this comparison trap, so that way you can be focused on your mission, focused on your path for what you have to do, okay? Because here's the thing you've heard the saying, you know, what's for me is for me. And it's a great saying. But if you believe that, then I believe that that would lead to different types of actions. Because there's a lot of people saying what's for me is for me. But if you're paying so much attention to what other people are doing, how can you know what's for you? So we have to get very clear on these three things that I'm about to share with you. So that way, you can actually get what's for you. So you can actually achieve the goals that are for you, that are already been prepared for you. And so the first thing that we we need to do in order to avoid the comparison trap is number one, we need to evaluate our environment. We need to evaluate our environment. And this is important because everywhere around us, we are getting different messages. Our, Our senses are going off at all times. So specifically... I want us to pay attention to what you see and what you hear, okay? What you see and what you hear. And so let's start with what you see. This is more so where I want you to start really paying attention to social media. Pay attention to what you see on a daily basis because if you can pay attention to what you see on a daily basis, you need to make sure that the things that you are seeing on a daily basis aren't leading you down a path To comparison, you want to make sure that the things that you see do not lead you to a place of feeling like, oh, I should be somewhere else, even though I am where I am. You want to make sure that you are paying attention to what you are seeing. And so, just very practically, when you think about your social media, who are you following? Let's go a step deeper than that. How often are you on social media? If you're on social media so much, I mean, how can you possibly get anything done? Right now, again, social media is a great tool. I think it's a great way to connect with people. I think it's a great way to share. I think it's, you know, the new way to uh, check in on friends. Right. If you want to check in on people, you can just check their social media um, to see where they're at with life. But you want to make sure that you're not checking social media so much where you you're spending so much time on your phone, you're spending so much time scrolling on your timeline that you never take the time to strategize your own plan. You never take the time to make sure you're aligned with the vision that that you have for your life for 2024. You want to make sure that you are giving yourself time and you have the right disciplines in place to make sure that okay, I'm handling my business being able to be on social media you know, in that way of recreationally, that's just an added bonus, but that's not like a necessary thing. If you are spending, you know, absorbent amount of time on social media, then I would strongly encourage you, particularly all my iPhone users, start using screen time, where it really will tell you, hey, this is how much time you spend <laughs> on social media. Heck, this is how much time you spend on your phone um because you know when you really get to see that that data when you really get to see oh my gosh i spend 8 hours a day on my phone oh my goodness i'm on social media 6 hours of my entire day right when you start seeing those types of things it should alarm you but it also should cause you to change and so when you think about evaluating your environment number 1 it's it's really paying attention to what you are seeing and you want to make sure that what you are seeing is propelling you towards your goals, what you are seeing is propelling you towards uh success. And so when you think about again who you're following on social media, you know, the pages that you follow, the posts you like, even the posts that 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 you put up, you know, if you are using social media, right, in terms of actually using it, making sure that those things are in line with growth. But then even just paying attention to all right, well, how much of my time is actually spent just scrolling versus how much of my time is actually spent doing. And, you know, again, you can be in faith, you can be clear on your vision and everything like that. But if there is no execution, there is no dream. So you want to make sure that you are making sure that, you know, you your time is spent executing and not just scrolling. Because if you're scrolling, there's no way you can do both. It's, it's impossible. But that second half of, you know, evaluating your environment, which one, we talked about evaluating and paying attention to what you see, but it's also paying attention to what you're hearing paying attention to what you are hearing means, you know, what messages that you're currently always listening to. So are you listening to music all the time? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you listening to audio books? Whatever it is. Personally, I listen to, I, pre, I barely listen to music anymore. Like it's, it's actually interesting how it's happened. Like I barely listen to music where most of the time I'm listening to either an audiobook or a podcast. Those are pretty much my two Options. Now, that's not to say that's like all I listen to. At times I listen to entertainment podcasts and I listen, you know, I watch movies and stuff and that's what I'm hearing, you know, all those different types of things. But you want to at least pay attention to what you're hearing because, again, faith comes by hearing. And so if you're hearing negative and that's all you hear is negative, all you hear is doubt, all you hear is unbelief, if that's all you hear, you're making it very difficult to. Do what you got to do. If you're always hearing about, oh, well, that's what such and such did, or that's, you know, such and such just got a new car, they just, you know, got a new job, and all that is wonderful. Like we celebrate, (laughs) we celebrate for those people. But if that's all you hear on a consistent basis, if that's the main thing that you hear, something has to change. So you want to make sure that you're evaluating your environment so that way you end up valuing your environment. Oh, that was good. Evaluate your environment so you can actually value your environment. So, when you think about again paying attention to what you see, you also need to pay attention to what you hear. So, that way, you are making sure that all things in your surrounding environment, because you are in control of your environment, are leading to your growth. You want to make sure that all things in your environment are leading to your success. And that only happens if you pay attention to what you're paying attention to. So that's number one, evaluate your environment, okay? Now, the second thing that you need to do in order to avoid the comparison trap is you need to focus on your success strategy. Now, that may sound like a very simple point, but let me break it down to you. Focusing on your success strategy means that one, you need to have a success strategy to even begin with. If you don't have a, a success strategy, I encourage you to go back and check out some past conversations where I break down, you know, what a success strategy is and how to do it. But you need to make sure that, number one, you even have a success strategy. And the only way you get a success strategy is actually making time and creating margin in your day and in your year and on some sort of consistent basis to make sure that you're in line, that you have a very clear strategy of, Okay. This is how I'm going to get this goal done. So when we talk about focusing on your success strategy, every single day, you should have some sort of habit. You should have some sort of practice. You should make it a discipline to make sure that all things align with that success strategy, to make sure that all KPIs are leading towards, okay, everything's going according to plan, okay? KPIs I believe it's key performance indicator. So you want to make sure that if there's something that is supposed to be done at this certain point, the deadlines so to speak, that they're done. That you're not just willy-nilly going through with, you know, oh well, you know, I'm just going to be productive. Okay, great, be productive, but make sure you're being productive in the right things. And that's where again, you focus on your success strategy. Now, that's not to say you can't glean from other people because you can glean because I do believe that there's not a single goal that anyone has that hasn't already been achieved. You can glean, but you want to make sure that you're focused on your success strategy. Because again, where you are now and where you want to go is unique to you because God's given you a purpose and he's placed you there for a reason. I can get into it and preach it to you. But at the end of the day, you are where you are currently today, specifically for, for a reason, and where you want to go is specific to you. And that process to get in between is only, you only want to involve other people in that process to glean, to basically get information that is valuable and that you can apply, but not just copy. So when you think about your success process, you need to make sure that your success process is written down, but you also want to make sure that that it is specific, you want to make sure that your success process is so clear to you and it makes so much sense that a third grader could read your strategy to achieving your goals this year and understand what it actually means. So that way, when you are actually in the process of execution, that's all you're focused on. So it's like I, and 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 it also, when you focus on your success strategy, it builds, it gives you confidence in the strategy. Because... I do believe that a a big reason why a lot of people fall victim to the comparison trap is because they're not confident enough in their own plan because they feel like, well, my success strategy has 15 steps, but they got there in five. So that means they must be better than me. No, if you're confident in your strategy, it doesn't matter if if your strategy is 1,500 steps. If you know that you know, like, listen, if I walk out this strategy and give it all that I've got and give it the best uh, best effort that I can, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. It doesn't matter what anybody else even thinks of it because it's your strategy. You do take a level of ownership of the strategy if you focus on it. So again, it all starts with even having a success strategy. So like I said, if you don't have a success strategy, I would implore you. I'd even go as far as to beg you, please get your success strategy in place. And if you want help, write me a comment. I would love to help you. But you need to have some sort of strategy for success because a strategy is necessary. Because like I said, you can be in faith, but faith without works is dead. Creating a strategy is a part of the works. And if you don't have a strategy, then your faith will be dead because faith is a verb. It should lead to action. So there is strategizing involved with your faith. So I'd encourage you. Focus on your success strategy and focus on it so much. So focus on it in such a way that where you're so disciplined in focusing on your success strategy that you don't even have time to look at or even think about or even try to let it enter into your mind what other people are doing because everybody else got their race to run, but so do you. And so you want to make sure that you are so clear on your success strategy that it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because your race is yours alone. And you don't need to be, to, to, to be distracted by anyone or anything, okay? So, make sure, again, focus on your success strategy. Focus on it. Now, the third and last thing that you're going to need to do if you want to make sure that you are staying focused on your mission and you're staying focused on what you have to do and not paying attention to what anybody else is doing and you're not comparing yourself to anyone in any way, shape, or form, and this is, this is super important because you can, you can evaluate your environment. You can, you know, focus on your success strategy. But number three, you need to build self-confidence. You need to believe in you. And I referenced this a little bit when I was talking about the success strategy piece. But you have to believe in you that you're the person that can even do the thing. Because if you don't believe that you're the person that can do the thing, all hope is lost. All hope is lost. You have to believe that you can be successful. That's the only way. If you don't believe it, no one else is going to. And if you spend so much time investing your, 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 your ears and your attention and your eyes to what other people are doing and the accomplishments of other people, but you never take time to pour into yourself. You will find it very hard to be confident in your success strategy. You'll find it very difficult to execute because you did not make any deposits into you. Listen, let me tell you, every single single interaction, every single time you pick up your phone, every single thing that we do is either a withdrawal or a deposit to our destiny. And you want to make sure that you are making all the deposits necessary to achieve. Your destiny. And if you are not confident in yourself, it makes it very difficult to not compare yourself to others. Because again, you have been created for a purpose. And that purpose is going to be served by you achieving your goals and your dreams. But if you are not confident in your ability to get it done, if you are not confident that you are the person that has been chosen and called and marked to get it done, it does not matter. So, what does this look like practically in terms of building self-confidence? One, I always say confidence is just a matter of honoring word to self. So if you are going to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to work out three times this week. I'm going to save $100 every week. I'm going to stop, fill in the blank. Whatever it is, whatever you say to yourself, honor that commitment. That will start the process for you to build trust in yourself but you need to be able to be intentional about building that self-confidence. So that way, when you do find yourself in rooms with other people, when you do find yourself scrolling and you see somebody who, you know, you might've known for from a long time ago, or, you know, you see someone who's quote unquote more successful than you, or is in a better position than you or driving a better car, whatever it is. When you do actually interact with those people, whether it be virtually or in person, whatever the case is, You'll the response will be different. Your response to those people will be totally different because you've built yourself up in such a way where you're you can say, okay, sure, you may be driving the bins, sure, you may be at six figures already, sure, you may be at partner already. That's cool, and I love that for you. Congratulations, salute. But I also know that I have a strategy in place, I have a plan in place, and I know that I'm the one that can execute on this plan. And so I know where I'm going to end up. I know that success is mine already. But that attitude only comes with repetition. That attitude only comes with really good self-talk. That attitude comes when there's a focus on self and there's an intentional decision to make deposits into self not deposits into other people. So, if you want to avoid the comparison trap in 2024, you're going to need to evaluate your environment. You're going to need to pay attention to what you see and what you hear. If you want to avoid the comparison trap in 2024, you are going to need to focus on your success strategy. You're going to need to actually have a success strategy, but you're going to also need to have disciplines that keep your actions and decisions in line with the strategy. And then third, you are going to need to build your self-confidence to know that regardless of who's in front of you, regardless of who your competition is, regardless of who you see on social media, regardless of whoever you see doing whatever it is that they're doing, that you still have a deep-rooted sense of, of belief in self and your ability to know that I'm still on my way to my success because what's for me is for me and I refuse to allow my, my, my distracted focus take that away from me. What's for me is for me and so I'm willing to have tunnel vision on my goals, my dreams because it does not matter what anybody else is doing out there. That's great. Because I'm not aware of what their process is. Sure, they may have accomplished those things, but I don't know their process. So rather than even get caught up in all of that, I'm gonna focus on me because I'm in control of my destiny because I know what I'm called to, I know what I'm called to do, and I know the purpose that I'm called to serve. And so I hope that this conversation was encouraging to you. I hope that this conversation sparked thought. I hope that this conversation is going to cause action in your life. And so all I'm going to ask you to do, share this episode. Share this with somebody who you know is striving for success and you just never know that they could be dealing with the comparison trap. And so I want you to share this with somebody, share this with a friend, a family member, a coworker, you know, whoever, share this with anybody that you can, just one person. I'm going to ask you to share this with one person because you do it. You make taking that action step of sharing it could change their life. And so I do appreciate you. Um, be sure as you prepare for next week's conversation, go check out last week's conversation. Uh, I truly appreciate you. Always remember your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. I'll see you next week.